Welcome to the Monday Minute of the Huntsback Country Podcast. These are normally shorter and more informal episodes where we answer your listener questions. But today it is January 1 of 2024. We actually are recording this podcast on the morning of the new year. Steve, how you doing, man? I am fantastic. Looking forward to 2024, man. 2023 was uh, really just a fantastic year. Just yeah. launched K four and had a lot of a lot of hours and effort behind the scenes, but very re- rewarding and just looking forward to this next year. Yeah, got absolutely. some fun plans. We're going to talk about some of the fun plans coming in twenty twenty four. Talk about some information from twenty twenty three. So we're not answering some listener questions today. Uh, we do have a lot kind of <laughs> to talk about. Uh, but to start here, Steve, we are putting out a recap of 2023 today that is data-driven in the sense that we go into the top five best-selling products from XO in 2023, the top five most downloaded podcasts of 2023, and then the top five most-watched videos of 2023. Um I guess first things first, there's a link in the show description of this podcast episode to take you to all that. We not only list them, but we kind of uh, give some context and elaborate on each of those items. So if you're just kind of wondering like, hey, did I miss anything in 2023? Or maybe you're new to the podcast or newer to EXO and just want to learn more. uh, It's a cool recap of kind of everything that you guys liked in 2023. So again, these aren't things that you and I picked, Steve. These aren't our favorite things. This is like, data driven like hey here's the best stuff of 2023 and we also got into on the exo side the product side some data on pack sales by model and color and kind of some what we track carefully steve like behind the scenes and make business decisions on but wanted to make some of it public so uh it's pretty cool how it all came together yeah absolutely i'm really really happy with how the email came together and just a like I think one thing that I want to do more of in 2024 is kind of yeah be more open with what's going on behind the scenes and like how we operate as a business just to let you know people and our customers get to know us better and you know, we did a, a little bit of that with kind of K4 launch right we did the behind behind the scenes design stuff um and it's just I enjoy doing that. It's received really well. And this was kind of another a way of like, here's some, you know, here's some stats for you on what we sell. And uh, obviously, um, yeah, just covering how things break out between like packs and colors and uh, accessories and things like that. If we take the the top five products, uh, these are like sales by units so the number of items sold. The top five best-selling things were the K4 5,000 pack system, the K4 hip belt pouch, the K4 stash pocket, the K4 Nalgene holder, and the K4 rifle carrier. Which if you take those five items and put them together, it is essentially a very common configuration of pack system. Um, What our average order looks like. Yeah, yeah, it's like a very average order. So it was curious to me, you have the most popular pack system by far. We're going to talk about those numbers. You have two accessories that carried over from K3 to K4. So there's an updated hip belt pouch and stash pocket. 
And then you have two new for A4, brand new accessories. And you put all that together and boom, here's this awesome pack setup. And it's separately just the five best selling items as a whole. Um, maybe talk real quick, Steve, about the K4 5000 and those pack sales compared to what the other models look like. And this really wasn't any big surprise to us going into yeah, K4. Yeah. So one thing that we, we really use track like our sales data right uh and data website visits and all sorts of stuff it helps us be be able to be small but be as efficient as we are one of the things in this email is just talking about our average ship time um and for you know the amount of packs that we sell the fact that we have uh six employees plus myself and we're you know our average ship time was uh let's see 50 Roughly 50% of orders shipped within 24 hours of being placed throughout the entire year, which when you account for weekends, when you account for the, when we launched K4 back in March and it took, you know, what, how long did it take us? Five to six weeks to get all those orders shipped out the door. So the, the really the average ship time is probably 12 hours if you kind of throw out some of those outliers. Um, it's actually pretty remarkable, but we use... Uh, so data to to really inform decisions going forward and a big part of that is what we have it's our our variant sheet so we kind of plug in like all right if we're going to sell x amount of packs the um it spits out it's just an excel spreadsheet we've kind of fine-tuned and you know really had to rebuild for k4 because we didn't you know exactly know everything was going to break down we just took educated guesses uh but it spits out like all right you're going to sell x amount of 5,000 ranger greens X amount of 3,600, 7,200, 2,200, right? Goes through every single part that we sell. And that allows us to then produce those parts so that they stay in stock. Uh, and then obviously allows us, if it's in stock, someone places an order, we can ship it quickly. And that, like everything we've always do, right? We talked about this numerous times is take care of the, the product and take care of the customer. And definitely taking care of the customer, a huge part of that's just quick shipping and, and having things available for people. Um, so yeah, 5,000 is, uh, carries over from the K34800 where, you know, it has always hovered right around that 50 to 60% of sales. And that's, uh, 5,000s actually surprisingly, I think it's even higher. It, it came out right at 60% mm -hmm. for the K4 5,000 for the year. So six out of 10, uh, uh packs that we sell are going to be a 5,000. And then out of that, it's 59% of those are going to be Ranger Green. Definitely the the top seller. So yeah, if you guys want to see, I don't want to spend the whole podcast going into every nerdy detail, but I will say if you're into these details, want to see more, um, we have full breakdown by pack model, by pack color, uh, like that data on shipping timelines, um, referral stuff. Um, I do want to mention that real quick. We have a whole uh, like graph and all the data on that stuff if you guys want to see it. But you know, something I know you and I are both very proud of, Steve, and this has been the case since really day one of EXO, and the it's our goal is 40% of the people that first hear about EXO hear about that, hear about us from a friend, not from Instagram, not from YouTube. We don't do any paid social marketing advertising. It's not from a magazine ad. It's not from anything we can buy. It's really going back to what you said, Steve, of like, hey, if we build a great product and take care of our customers, 
they're going to be happy. They're going to tell their friends. And it's cool to see that continue to be the top piece of data we see. Where do people hear about us? From a friend. Um, yeah. So just wanted to mention that. And obviously, thank you to everyone who does tell their buddies because uh, that truly is our lifeline as a business. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, such a cool stat to see. The other one that was surprising was, um, not surprising, but it jumped up with K4 was just at 20% of sales were tracked to like independent research of guys just jumping on Google, typing in, you know, whatever, best hunting backpack for Western hunting or backpack hunting or something like that. And um, that that number just continues to increase as a stat for us and was 20% for last year, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I see that like, you know, phone calls, guys will call in and be like, Hey, I've been online doing research. I, you know, first found out about you from here, but now I'm looking at reviews or videos. And obviously a lot of people are looking at a ton of sources to make information. Um, but mm-hmm. it's great that they do that on their own and then end up, you know, calling with questions and maybe, uh, picking up an XO. So yeah, that is a cool one to see. Um, diving into the top podcast, Steve, um, the top two podcasts both came from a new series that we did in 2023 called the Backpack Hunt Breakdown. Uh, and you, sir, took the top honors for <laughs> your solo elk story uh, from that series, the Backpack Hunt Breakdown series. Yeah, that's it's cool to me that, you know, I don't know why certain episodes get more downloads than others, but uh, it's very cool on, on that episode in particular. I think there's just a lot in there to, to, you know, I guess I try to do my best to um, say educate, I guess, uh, you know, like just basically share my thought processes that went into that hunt. And I think there's some, you know, I've, it's pretty rare. I go back and listen to episodes, but I do remember listening back to that one. And there's certainly just good tidbits of information there to take away from. It's actually, we'll get into it later, but some inspiration for what we're going to be doing here in 2024. The second episode, again, also from that backpack hunt breakdown series was with Ben Reynolds about a solo sheep hunt that he did in Alaska. If you missed that episode, just go listen to it. It's an amazing story, but also, yeah. uh, again, another example where there's a lot of a lot you can pull from it, even if you're not solo hunting, even if you're not sheep hunting, even if you're not hunting in Alaska, there's something you can pull from it for sure. Um, some of the other episodes that Popped up episode 404 uh, was called Archery Accuracy Help versus Hype. Uh, it's an episode we did with Kellen Morgan, who is um, a professional archery tech, and just touching base with him on um, like like what's actually helpful in the archery industry and products and trends versus what's just hype. So again, that was episode 404. Um, my sheep hunt story was up there. Uh, again, that's I think just a fun adventure story to hear from um podcast we did going deep with john barklow was really informational on clothing technology uh, obviously john is from sitka but um that really wasn't a podcast about sitka products per se it was more about technology layering strategies uh, and there's a lot to pull from it and then i was glad to see this one pop up episode 392 was called solo elk success at 60 years old Uh, And it was with Curtis, who is a listener of the podcast. And just a cool, cool story of a guy who's 60, who's still hunting elk, doing it solo, 
he had success on this particular uh, story, this hunt that we talked about, but he also had uh, a pretty serious injury um, that potentially was a push the SOS button injury. And you can hear how he dealt with that and more. So, man, just uh, some of the top episodes there. Obviously, there's a lot of good ones. Again, if you want to just get links to all these, that one single link in the show description um, for the top five of 2023, it's going to have all these episodes. And then if you listen to the podcast, maybe you're subscribed, you get episodes, but you haven't gone to our podcast page on our website um, I don't probably mention this enough, but if you go there, you can browse by topic. So like you could choose elk hunting, for example, or you could choose um, hunt planning or hunting gear and see all episodes under those topics. And then you can also just search by keyword. Um, so if you ever like, oh, they had, you know, Arklow on there, like you can go search and find it. Or if you want to search for like solo hunt stories, you could go do that. So um, yeah, just go to the podcast section of the website and there's some great tools there to, at this point we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes. Uh, they're all there. What are we at? Or, uh, or something? Yeah. I mean, so the main episodes are, um, it for something like in the 420s. Okay. So let me double check. Oh, 430s pushing 440. And then, but those are just like main kind of full length yeah. interview Wednesday episodes. Obviously, the Monday minutes. Um, we have 200 plus of those. We have other ones that I don't call a Monday minute or a full episode that don't have a number. So, yeah, I mean, total, we're well over 600 episodes, um, well over that, which is wild. The other top five category in here was the top five YouTube videos. And uh, this is where we get into some talk of 2024 here in a second. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but just to run through those top YouTube videos real quick. The first one was uh, the Mountain Goat film. My Mountain Goat uh, Hunt from 2022. That film came out in 2023. Uh, our friend Justin filmed and edited that and did a phenomenal job. And it's a full-length hunt film from that Um We'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, another top video was just the rifle overview that I did of my custom hunting rifle. I've obviously talked a bit about that on the podcast, but if you didn't see the video, I would say it's a good recap or summary really to all the lessons I've learned in the last handful of years in terms of rifle components and a build. Um, so that's one to check out. And then, yeah, there's some good ones on like how to load your pack for backpack hunting, Steve, your 10-day sheep hunting gear list, um, the quick release rifle carrier overview and install. So those were some of the top videos on YouTube. Again, there's links to everything in those. But uh, Steve, when it comes to YouTube, I guess first say what our focus has been historically and then maybe how that's shifting and change not shifting or changing we'll continue to do that but how we're adding to it i guess for 2024 yeah i mean historically it's just been used that your film was the first film we've ever done um which was yeah it was really cool and i think saw what that seventy-five thousand views or something for the fact that yeah. we don't you know we're not a born and raised outdoors like the obviously youtube has algorithms for getting uh more views more exposure um, and the more you post, 
the the more they're going to promote your stuff, right? Throw it up in people's feeds and whatnot. So the fact that that video did that well, like, I was really excited about. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's just been purely just educational on our packs, how to fit them, how to, you know, clean them, like whatever, right? Uh, just, you know, and then we've done a few of the maybe not pack specific, but how to load your pack, uh, you know, gear list type things. But it's been very, very minimal. Uh, and a lot of that's just been uh, allocating time, right? Like we we are small and there's only so many hours in the day. And uh, it's not, you know, that sometimes things that don't have to get done that day or you know that month never get done so it's like there's always been a like oh we should do this or we should do that just actually setting aside the time and um to do it has has been just a lower priority but um yeah going into 2024 a lot of it said comes from that uh how to you know breaking down my my solo elk hunt podcast and i've always wanted oh man it's been at least 10 years now of i really i've never seen a hunting video done like in the moment that's very educational and i've always i think it's 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 not um i don't want to say it doesn't exist out there i just haven't seen it um it's i think it's really hard to do because you're gonna like you're in the moment of hunting you're so focused on you know the the two steps in front of you and killing the animal to like stop and break that down is is not easy to do but it's something certainly I want to attempt to tackle this year. So we're going to basically start filming in March and go through just, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. And, and certainly not all this is lined out, but we're going to, the culmination will be like doing probably three different hunts up in Alaska, a caribou moose and mountain goat. We'll film all three of those hunts and put those out on YouTube and again, very like, you know, if, if you kind of start, if you actually look back and just think about everything we've done, it's always like to even this podcast, right? We focus much more on education than say like pure entertainment value. Like obviously you and I aren't the most dynamic podcast hosts out there. Like you're not coming to us because you want to laugh. You're coming because you want to learn information. And uh, I think that's certainly what the goal with this YouTube project will be is just provide really good information uh, and do it like in a live hunting situation where, all right, there's a moose over there. We're going to do this because of this and, you know, the terrain and the wind and the time of the day and try to communicate that like kind of essentially going to be live in the hunt. Obviously you won't watch the video live, but um, that's going to be the goal. And then starting in March, we're just going to start breaking down. We just, we did, we used to have these pack cards that we shipped out with every pack and on the back of it was your essentials gear list. So like, here's the, I don't know how many items, 25 items that are on that list. And if, if these are in your pack every single time on a backpack hunt, you're, you're good to go, right? Like you, you may have something that you wish you had brought, but your essentials are covered. You're going to be able to like survive and hunt, kill an animal, pack it out. Like everything you really need, if it's on that list and you've got it in your pack, you're good to go. So the goal would be to really break that list down and do supporting videos for nearly every single item on it, whether that's headlamps, sleeping bags, pads, the backpack, boots, your clothing. Um, it's just going to really dive off every single one of those points. And some of them will really get into the weeds on. Some of them would be a short little 10 minute video on 
here's what we use and why and move on, you know, just depends. Like there's some, I've got some ideas on like some, we'll do a couple bow hunts, whether we do, and then, and then rifle as well. And so we'll dive into rifles, right. And like really try to approach it as if I am, you know, going on my first ever Alaska hunt. Here's the species that we're hunting and then kind of walk through different calibers that we could choose and the pros and cons. And, um, really, I mean, just break down all the major decisions into, to getting, you know, buying a gun. We're going to do the same thing with the bow. Um, the bow I'm excited about as well, because I really want to go into the tuning side of it, break that down. And I think definitely rambling all over the place, because the more I start talking about this project, the more excited I get of all the avenues <laughs> we can take. But the one, one thing we will have to offer that I think is going to be a little different is obviously XO. We have no, there's no sponsor. There's nobody paying for this. Uh, in fact, all the gear that I want to get for this and we're going to do reviews on, we're going to buy unless a, a company's just like, no, we'd like to send it to you to, to be a part of this, but it'll all be, you know, here's the top three bows and we're going to like shoot them, compare them, do apples to apples type stuff. Um, but there's not going to be any sponsors that are, I guess from our point of view, you know, we get to see behind the, the industry curtain per se and the, the, the downside to, um, you know, production companies, I guess you could say is that they, they have to have sponsors in order to make money. It's going to be their main Avenue, even, you know, born and raised outdoors, right? Like those are great guys. Um, but they have, they have to have sponsors. It's the, their main revenue source. And so they have to be loyal to those sponsors. And when you see reviews posted, you know, there's always going to be that bias there of, well, they're not really going to say something bad about this company because they work with them, you know. Um, and I think that'll be something unique that just kind of have a no. I mean, we've definitely taken that approach with the podcast. Like Swarovski comes out with the, you know, the new EL range 32s. And I like, I think they suck. Uh, or we can say that freely and, you know, like I, I put it back on the company to make better products and feel free to do the same to EXO. Like we, without constructive feedback, um, you know, you, you know, there's not, you're not knowing what to improve on and make your products better. So, um, that'll be a big, a cool av aspect of this whole series is it's all just going to be legit information and tear things apart. And if something. So essentially at the end of the day, if we end up taking it on the hunt, it's because it's either we've used that product for a long time and know it works, or we've done some reviews and really tested and kind of, um, you know, uh, just made sure the stuff was going to work. So even headlamps, I want to go back and we, we did a review a long time ago, or I did where I just grabbed like 10 different models of headlamps. Um, the biggest, the coolest thing I did, which I don't know, I haven't seen done before was, I set all the headlamps up in my backyard on a fence, turned them on high, and then set a camera up to do time-lapse photos like every 30 seconds. And you got to see what the battery life did and how the the brightness of the headlamp faded over time. And you got to watch like a, you know, what happened over four or five hours in a matter of 30 seconds uh, by speeding up the video. It's pretty cool to see which ones performed better or not. So a lot, a lot of that type of testing I want to do. We did the stove video back mm -hmm. uh, a long time ago i remember that where we or what maybe it wasn't a video but we did the blog about it of testing stoves and cold weather and wind and burn times and fuel efficiency and i want to revisit all that 
I was actually thinking about that the other day because it's like we've got the old jet oil soul, which crazy enough, Pat that works for us uh, as a Christmas <laughs> present. I don't know how he pulled this off, dude, but he, yeah, he found he an old soul soul titanium and gave it to me you know it's like somebody somebody used it a couple times and he found it for sale somewhere online and um which is just freaking awesome because those things don't exist yeah uh, but um it, you know i want to like i want to include that in the video i was like well no it needs to be like um everything in the video needs to be something somebody could buy like here's the top three right. choices you could go buy right now um another aspect of this is i definitely um I want to like I want to have I'm not sure how to we'll do all this but approach from a a very budget minded perspective like I've only got X to spend which is you know the reality for 99% of guys like you know it's cool to do a, a rifle where that's 6 grand that at the what someone would pay if they went off the street and bought it uh, mm-hmm. but that's not reality for the vast majority of people so it's like what's a what's a rifle that's you know less than a thousand bucks you can go buy and get really good results from. That's something I've thought about. Um, I don't know. They're just le- endless possibilities here of avenues. We can take this project, but and we don't have a name for it yet. We just keep calling it the content project for 24. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll come up with something creative or maybe, maybe, uh, maybe opposite. Maybe we'll just keep it very bland and vanilla. Um, but uh, yeah, excited about it. Man. I think uh, I said, I'm most excited about the, um, the kind of in the hunt videos of breaking stuff down. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be, if we could pull it off, I think it's going to be really cool. And uh, yeah. And also there's some really cool development things going on uh, that we'll share over the coming, you know, obviously over the coming months. Um, but I think I'm going to do a lot of kind of like, here's what I'm doing today um, and go through stuff. Um, and then, we hinted that we're working with the clothing company on some stuff. You'll see some of that happen, like we're, as we're prototyping and helping develop that stuff. Uh, it's just gonna be cool. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. It's certainly, uh, I mean, we've we've been having these conversations, you and I, Steve, and these ideas are not new. <laughs> we've been wanting to do this uh, for years, really. Uh, but back to your point, it's like we're we just if we're going to be a small company and be about the product and the customer at the end of the day, like that's what has to get done. And that's been the focus. And this year it's like, okay, well um, that's still the focus, but how can we free up some time to do some of this other stuff we've been wanting to do for years and years and years. And uh, it's one of those things. If you just never, if you don't commit to doing it, you won't make the time. So we're committing to doing it and making some time to do it. So it will be fun to see it come together. Yeah. And for me, like I've, uh, I, I I'll have more time co- in this coming year than I think I've ever had. Like, you know, leading the three years leading up to K four, when I mean, if you paid attention to that behind the designs, I was obsessed with designing that. Like, I mean, I was spending six plus hours a day every freaking day of the week working on that. And then this last year, get you know, getting it off the ground, getting the K four program running was obviously a ton of work. And going to this next year, I should have more time to to dive into this. So it's just a good good time to do it. And it's also cool. Um, we're March <laughs> actually pr- prior to this podcast, we were looking to dig up, dig up the date, but March 10th is the official 10 year anniversary of EXO, which is crazy. And we had to go dig through some emails to find that the day that we started taking pre-orders, uh, and it was March 10th, 2014. And it was kind of 
some comedy on your and I side there of looking yeah. back through emails of uh like you and I coordinating, you know, getting the getting that initial website built and up and running and making sure everything was functional and uh, it was pretty pretty cool little trip down memory lane there. But that uh ten year anniversary of EXO, uh, I turned the big four oh this year, which is crazy. So do you. I got I got you by four months, five months. Yeah. You're August. Four right? months. Yeah. 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 Um so just a I don't know. It's gonna be a cool year. Yeah, it's wild, man. 2024, there's a lot a lot of cool stuff coming. Um, obviously, if you guys heard about all that and have suggestions, like we're certainly open to that. I We don't have, I know we don't have any shortage of really good ideas and our shortage is just going to be time to do as much as we want to do. Um, that said, we're still open to input and even things like hearing, you know, oh, guys really want to, you know, see this. Like we're going to try and, uh, pay attention to that and um, we have our ideas but we also want to know like what's at the top of your list as well so feel free to as always just shoot us an email with ideas feedback etc it's a podcast at xamountgear.com and uh, yeah for all that stuff too like a, a lot of that will be video we'll tie that into podcast as well just so you guys know you know if we do this summary of review of products yes we'll have the in-depth video on that but We'll be sure to hop on here and have that audio only format um, and discuss that as well. So there's going to be um, some synchronization between all this new content project and the podcast and the podcast. We're going to keep doing what we always have been doing, which is answering your questions. It's getting guests. It's, you know, all the end up interviews and hunt stories and all that stuff. So it, that's going to be a heck of a year, man. We're really, really looking forward to it. Oh, and, uh, I had talked about this previously, but golf tournament. I got yeah. an actual date. Uh, it's so June twenty eighth right now. Falcon Crest Golf Course, and uh, it's just south of Boise, Idaho. That is, uh, I don't have like a signed contract. I was kind of there. Uh, it's a, a the loose date. Basically, I, they're waiting for their twenty four contract or whatever to email to me so I can fill out and make it super official. But right now, we've got that date reserved, June twenty eighth. Already talked to Corwin Ford. Out in, um, they're in Nampa, Idaho. We're going to have a couple, still working on uh, all those details, but we'll have a couple like hole in one things where you win a truck. Like, let's, yeah. we're going to make this thing really badass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's coming up. So the 28th, just looking ahead, that's a Friday, right? Yeah. So guys yep. want to maybe come in or do a road trip or something. Yeah. Come in like what, Thursday yeah. and then have a long weekend in Boise area. Be cool. Yeah. I'm not sure. Right now, we'll probably do like a, depending on how things shake out, but loosely, I'm thinking like something Thursday night, guys can maybe fly in, we could do a dinner, we'll maybe just do it at the at the shop, at the warehouse, have a kind of a dinner, welcome dinner, everybody hangs out, golf tournament on Friday, I really want to do 27 holes, mm. um, so, which I think would be cool, go golf 18, take a lunch, come back out, golf the, golf the final nine, and it would just be a really long day, but we got a bunch of people coming from out of town. I don't want it to be just a, you know, show up at eight a.m. You're done at two p.m. and that and that's kind of it. Like make more of an event out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I might just keep it at that for this first year, just to, in my experience with doing events like the Northwest Mountain Challenge and stuff like that. Just the you're going to be a lot to learn, so just kind of scale back. Like I've got all these ideas, but I might scale back just a touch. So just have like that welcome dinner Thursday night, twenty seven holes on Friday. And then wrap the thing up and people could fly home Saturday or Sunday or something like that. Maybe we could do something kind of more informal Saturday, like go for a 
a group hike or go shoot yeah. or I, I don't know something. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's happening. Uh, again, if you're if you're like, oh yeah, I'm definitely in. Just shoot me an email, Steve at exomountaingear.com. Um, so I've probably got I don't know. 40, 50 emails that people have sent already uh, saved up and I'll kind of get back to all those people with what the date is now, but just letting people know. And then I imagine we'll do probably within the EXO website. Actually, I need to talk to you about that, of finding like we'll a plugin work, that we yeah. could put in on the website so people can pre-register. Uh, but I imagine we'll set like, I want to build up what the event is and then, you know, get everything lined out as far as all the, the features and events and things that are going to be happening with it. And then we'll just turn registration on, you know, say in February or March or something like that, whenever we can get all the details lined out. And then I do imagine it's something that would sell out pretty quick uh, as far as, you know, within a week or something like that, the registration will be full. So we'll keep people up to date on what that's looking like. Yeah. Put those dates on the calendar. Don't buy a plane ticket yet by any means, because there's no signed ink yet, but <laughs> put the yeah. dates on the calendar. And then, yeah, more to come. Um, while we're talking events, Steve, what does uh, what does show season look like? Because obviously that's right around the corner. Um, yeah. We should probably let everybody know what's going on. Well, I don't know what's going on. So <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, uh, I guess I don't. We're going to, we don't, last year we did a booth at Sheep Show. It was just a, um, it it was just a bit much for us just being the small company that we are. So uh, we decided to, and the, the biggest reason is shot shows immediately afterwards. Um, and uh, so instead of bringing a booth down there, we're just going to go down and hang out Friday and Saturday. We'll be down at sheep show. And then we fly for, straight from there to Las Vegas on Sunday to go to shot show. So those two shows, you know, you and I, and then a bunch of the other guys from EXO, uh, we'll all be down there walking around. We'll be there. If uh, you got any questions or want to meet up, shoot us an email. But yeah, we won't have a booth um, at Sheep Show like we did last year. And then we got Hunt Expo in Portland, which some amazingly idiotic reason. They're scheduled the exact same dates. <laughs> and right now I'm uh, trying to figure out. Right now we're loosely committed to being at both. And I was going to send Jake and Pat over to Portland while the rest of us go down to Salt Lake. Uh, I'm still waffling on that decision, whether we just don't go to Portland at all. Um, that's the we'll be at salt lake hunt expo though for sure and that's it yeah cool well yeah like you said uh if you happen to be at sheep or shot even though there's no booth if you want to link up or say hey reach out and then yeah definitely hunt expo is you know just such a great show um great time so definitely be there and then we will be sure to share more as we get closer to those dates and know if we're going to be at portland for that pacific northwest sportsman's show as well what did we miss steve i feel like we went through a lot and we had a lot to cover but i think yeah. i think what we else? had it all i will mention this just for fun but i want to do that uh rock slide like a, i want to work with those guys and do like a live live q a um, and the the motivation for that is there's so much there's really good information on rock slide but also guys post stuff that's just like completely f factually correct wrong sorry like just and, and that, maybe it's not even about EXO, but other backpack companies or just uh, their understanding of things. And I thought it'd be cool to do like a full on live Q&A where people can ask whatever question they want. And I'll just be very candid and answer. And uh, if it doesn't work through them, maybe we'll do it on our own. But I think it'd be cool to kind of have a third party in between um, working on that. 
uh, Grand Canyon hike or death hike for 2024. I think we're going to do the rim to rim to rim and then do it twice. Uh, and probably set those dates for March or April. Uh, I've talked to a few people that have done the rim to rim to rim hike. So that's 40, it's different, a couple different versions of it. But the one I was like leaning more is like 47 miles and uh, 11,000 ish feet of gain elevation climbing total. And I've talked to some people who have done it and they do it in a day. And then, uh, but you know, based off of death hike standards, it's like, well, that's not enough. That would, that'd be a crappy day, but that's not, you know, the, we've done, uh, on hundred miles, the biggest, count. the biggest days were 38, 39 miles with a lot of that on much, you know, either on quote unquote trail, but like where the, you know, dead fall and the trail doesn't exist and much, much tougher. So, um, that, uh, um, I think doing it back to back. So do that 47 miles sleep for six hours and then knock it out again. I do think that would be one heck of a challenge. So that's loosely the goal. I got to, um, I'm doing some, a little bit more research on getting, if we need a permit to go into the park with a group of 20, 30 people or not, because obviously it's a, a national park. Um, seems, yeah, I'm doing some more digging into that. That would be the only thing that, that shuts it down and we'd have to find another one, but that, that one I'm super excited about. And we're doing that early in the year. Said March or April, uh, so I got to email all the guys and like, well, it's, uh, Happy New Year, you know, <laughs> start let's training. Yeah, <laughs> let's go, man. It would that be could, that could come quick if it's like early March because there's a couple dates in the middle of the month that are already booked up. Like a, the Idaho Sheep Banquet, I think, is the middle of the month, so we got to plan to be there. Um, yeah, it would be so different than anything we've ever done from a death hike perspective. Yeah. Like. Not only setting, but yeah, trail mileage, the type of training, the type of gear. I mean, just it'd be, I'm excited about it. I've done a rim to rim um, years ago. I've obviously, that's far different than doing a rim to rim to rim and then doing it twice. But I've been in the canyon, gone all the way through. Would love to get back into it. But I'm also excited because it's just a, it is such a different challenge than anything else it, it definitely makes you reevaluate like training year even nutrition yeah, but like it's cool yeah it's more i mean you'd be more beneficial to be like a, a running body shape right versus necessarily like mountain ready yeah you know um obviously there's a lot of correlation between the two but i think um yeah thin and thin and fast is probably your best bet yeah um, for sure yeah yeah well cool. man that's it's gonna be one heck of a year that's all queued up and still you know details to figure out but the bullet points outlines there and i'm excited to go uh go tackle it absolutely well thank you guys for being part of it thank you for your support of the podcast we are super excited about what's to come and uh would love to keep including you guys so again if you have questions, feedback uh, about anything we mentioned, just shoot an email to podcast at exomountgear.com. If you haven't yet, hit subscribe uh, in any podcast app so that you receive future episodes automatically. We're excited about 2024. We'll talk to you soon.